0: Hello. Hey, John Sparrow.
1: <laughs> hey, can you hear me?
0: I can hear you, man.
1: Okay, I just want to make sure that the audio is good for you guys. Audio
0: please. is perfect.
1: Oh, <laughs> right, great, man. Hey, thank,
0: thank you of- for being on the Old Guys Talk Mental Sometimes Punk Podcast. Yes, welcome. With my co-host, Sean, the Diabolical One Heart, and me, Bobby V. We're talking yes. to John Sparrow from the Violent Femmes. Awesome, man.
1: So, Thanks so much for having me, by the way. Hey,
0: thanks for coming on. So people of know course. about us, just sick about hearing about us. They're tired of us. So tell us tell the world about John Sparrow. I kept looking up John
2: Sparrow on the on the internet <laughs> and it kept showing me this this pirate. What? Maybe oh, it's Jack well, that's, Sparrow. That's
1: Jack Sparrow. That's, yeah, that's my, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so tell the tell the uh, world
0: about you, man. I mean, people want to hear about well, John
1: Sparrow. You know I, I, you know, I wish I had like more exciting news. Uh, of course, because of the pandemic, you know I. So I'm the drummer with the Violent Femmes, right? And I've been with them for a number of years. But uh, as far as John Spiro right now, I think it's like everyone—we're all just kind of trying to figure all this out. But yeah, so I play. I play drums with Violent Femmes. I've been with them for 15 years. Wow! Uh, I started. Yeah, I started off playing to hone with the original drummer. You know, I was supporting. The, you know him, like. Essentially, like a percussionist,
3: right? Know? Right.
1: And, uh, and eventually, I I got called up to the, the big leagues, and I am where I am now, which is sitting on my couch, hoping that we have some gigs coming up. Right. But uh, yeah, you know, of course, I've done you know different things here locally. Uh, I did a lot of jazz. I've you know I've, I've played a lot of jazz with different people. Uh, regionally and done some touring but um yeah that's my claim to fame so that's that's w- w- I guess what you want to hear right that's John Sparrow
0: <laughs> sure so correct me if I'm so, wrong but your very first concert was the Violent Femmes at B-52 is that right
3: the first when correct. you went
0: yep. saw and like, can you kind of got the little Violent Femmes bug from that what were you like 10
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> first of all for the record I'm 44 okay oh, still a baby uh, at, at, you know Thank you. Uh, yeah, they were, my first, they were my first concert. You know, um, I had never, like, I went to see jazz shows with my father because my father's a drummer.
3: Mm.
1: But that was my first quote unquote rock show. I was, I was scared. Honestly, I was really scared. I, I, I'm like, why are all these people running that in front of the stage? What's going on? Is there a fire? You know, it, it was because, you know, I, I, I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't understand rock and roll. You know, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I understand how, how that worked. You know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, that that was my first concert, and I have, of course I knew about the Fems before the show, it, but it's different when you're sitting in somebody's basement. You know, and you are you know, oh, listen to this band, and listen to that band. You know, uh, it was it was really an eye opening experience. You know, but if it, I always dreamed that I, well, I always wanted to be in the band. You know, so it was quite a quite an experience.
0: So what what drew you to the Violent Femmes? I mean, why, what made you say I want to be a part of that band and not any other band?
1: Well, I have a jazz background. You know, oh. I mean, when I started pl- when I started playing music, it was a, there was a jazz background there, which is funny because it that's my my that's my musician background. It's not you know I grew up with metal. I mean, I'm trying to tie this in. So I grew up with Metallica and all these different things. Nice segue, (laughs) nice segue. No, no, you're welcome. No, but honestly, you know, like, so I grew up with those bands, you know, like Metallica and Slayer and and all that. But then when I started playing drums, it was more like my, because of my father, it was polka. Don't, don't hold that against me. Oh, no,
2: I don't hold it against you.
1: But, but ultimately that's like the early, to me, that's early punk is polka. Yeah. But um, it was jazz. It was jazz, and so with the Femmes, I had a good friend of mine, and he was like, "Oh, check this band out! Check, you know, it was that early '90s movement." And I was like, "Whoa, this is this is jazz. I, I understand this because they, it was about impro- you know, improvisation, and um, it was punk too, which I I didn't really grow up with a lot of punk, but it was the jazz aspect of the Femmes. They loved Sun Ra. Right. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, space and, is the place, and it, baby.
1: And it, and it, and it had, yeah, there you go. And it has <laughs> a swing. The femmes have a swing to them, absolutely. So it's like, well, oh, I can relate to this. And he said, "Hey, do you want to go see this show?" I was like, well, "I was freaked out. I was scared. It was a rock show. I never, you know, I had never been to a rock show, and that's that started it all off, yeah."
2: that's funny because most of the people who ask this question it's like yeah my first rock show was Iron Maiden and I was on acid <laughs> I mean, they don't someone to see GWAR
1: okay okay let's alright all- all I'm going to tell you about the Iron Maiden thing okay I never was I was never good at drawing Eddie on my notebook
3: <laughs> Okay,
1: you know what I mean and it was not until I became a teacher when I was teaching drums I was like oh man and these kids were coming in and they are like oh so um, can you teach me how to play this song I'm like yeah no problem you know I was like, "Gosh, this band is actually—they're really cool." Wow. I was so against them because I couldn't draw Eddie in my notebook. Wow! I know it's so, yeah, really—I'm not kidding.
2: You had a psychological break.
3: You did?
1: No, and, literally, literally. And I was like, "Wow, these guys are really cool." You know, and i i, I, I have to admit that. You know, what I mean, it's my whole—that's <laughs> my Iron Maiden story. You know, love it. I mean, yeah,
0: Maiden, especially when Nick McBrain came aboard during Peace of Mind. Come I mean, on, people. Maiden really took off. I mean, number of the so beasts, the, of course, but then the Peace of Mind. Yeah, Nick so the McBrain. original
1: drummer was, was uh, I, I don't want to sound ignorant, was it Clive Burr? Yes, it was, Clive yeah. Burr, yeah. yeah. So he was with um, uh, just the Talk, correct?
0: Right? I'm not sure. Know, no, I don't think so. I'm no. not sure. No, he so. never. No, he never was. He went straight. To, I think he straight to made in front of local. It's pretty much impossible that Bobby wouldn't know the answer to this question. Yeah, I mean, he came from <laughs> the local band. Well, I'm not.
1: Try- I'm not questioning you guys. You know what I mean? But I'm like, I'm trying to. You know, like, wait a minute. <laughs> we might because be gef-
0: feel like... confusing with somebody else. Clyburn. Yeah, he, he, he was in the Jethro Tull. <laughs> yeah, there's no flutes in metal. <laughs> yeah, there's well, no there's no flutes there's no flutes in metal. Sorry. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I'm not questioning you guys, but yeah, that's my Iron Maiden story. You know, like I always kind of felt a shame, you know, with, when it came because you know growing up with all these guys when I was listening to metal, and then uh, of course after the fact, like once I became a musician and I was in metal bands, it was like I felt a shame, like oh man, I don't know the history of Iron Maiden, I don't know the history, you know what I mean? But I was, I had different things I was into, so uh, I guess I'm burying my soul. You've been made and <laughs> you know, with the Iron shame.
2: He was made and shamed.
1: <laughs> and oh Ed, my God! Eddie you will guys. take you back.
0: Eddie, Eddie won't, the whole grudges. It's okay. Yeah, they'll take you back. They'll take yeah, you back. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, like for me, so uh, you know, I'm from Milwaukee. Yep. Clearly. You sound like
2: you, you. sound like you're from Milwaukee. Right? Oh. I was going to oh, say okay. UP or Milwaukee or Wisconsin oh, or UP. Geez, there
1: are Christ there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Milwaukee, and it's a very working class town, and metal like that it, it, it's a big it's a big thing here Yeah. yeah it, at least it was when i was growing up but um my exposure coming up was metallica injustice right. for all
3: sure
1: you know and being a, a, like once i started becoming you know involved with music and and jazz injustice for all was so progressive to me you know what I mean it was very intelligent so I can relate to that
0: yeah I mean the only problem <laughs> having a justice is that you can barely hear the bass on there it's it's okay weird. all right yep, yep. Well, we, we moved past yep. that though
2: we that's
1: a whole that. I'm sure you guys have had many shows about that yeah yeah
3: <laughs> uh, Yeah. and
1: Lars and you know I have to give a lot of credit to Lars because he is a great arranger yeah you know um who knows the, the truth about the whole bass thing, you know, I I mean, we've heard about that. Uh, But anyway, so the progressive nature of Injustice for All was very attractive to me when I started, not only as a kid before I was a musician, but once I became a musician, and because I had the jazz background, it was, well, this makes sense. This is very intelligent, you know I mean? I remembered hearing it as a kid and loving it, but then as a musician, it was different, you know, and I really found... I, I you know I found a uh, an appreciation for it,
2: and then I'm guessing you he'll, you heard uh, Bill Buford after that, everything changed.
1: <sighs> yeah, that's something. <laughs> that was something. I know, Sean. Sean, you're a big, you're you're a progressive guy, right?
2: I'm a metalhead all the way around, man. But prog rock, prog rock, I'm always no, no, prog no, rock.
1: Yeah, the prog thing. But but I'm like music. into the
2: I'm into the stoner side of it. I'm into Hawkwind. You know what I mean? It's like I, I don't know if that's oh, prog wow.
1: rock. But you know what I mean? Wow. That's a deep yeah. cut right there, yeah. So right, and then it, that's it. Did transition into the whole progressive rock thing. Yeah. Who doesn't love Gentle Pro-
2: Giant and and you know I mean who doesn't love Can or, all these yeah, different Can things. yeah I mean come on baby.
1: <laughs> it's, Talk well, to well me. it's weird. It's it, nobody, but it's strange because I, like when I hear King Crimson being put in the progressive metal category, right? right. I'm like, yeah, ish. Like I feel like it's reaching, but I do love King Crimson. I mean. Uh, absolutely. But these kids today, uh, for, you know, they
2: hear tool or they hear La special or whatever. And they're like, Oh, this is great. You know, and you're yeah. like, yeah. I and mean, she listened to this is, this is already done. King <laughs> Crimson did this in 1970. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's well, right out of the I King wrong? Crimson songbook.
1: Absolutely. And I don't, yeah, well, that's, that's why it's called old guys talking. Right. Talking guys metal. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of my yard, yeah. kids. Oh, we know. <laughs> we know more than
0: the kids know, anyway. So that's how yeah. it is. Are you
1: serious? This is already done in 1969. You know, right? Of course. Well, and isn't it? Wasn't it that uh, Tool was going to be touring with King Crimson? And they did once and before. In. Yeah, they did once before. I'm sure they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Everybody's kind of yeah, like, King huh? Crimson
1: is great. Got and they're very heavy. How do you they're, go on you stage
2: got, after after Robert Fripp? I just wonder about that. I mean, how do you do that? I guess you do. I guess you do.
1: Well, you better have a you have a, you have a stool because he sits yeah, down in place and just stool. kills and just just he's shredding, You know, remarkable. Um, so I have a question for you guys. uh Oh, even though I'm the quote unquote <laughs> he's turning yeah. the
0: tables on us. God damn. Okay. Well,
1: no,
0: no. <laughs> no, it's a free form show, Miss. Same You're you the want. one that's supposed to shy. Stump the host. You stump you the host. <laughs> yeah, stump
1: I'm supposed to be nervous, right? Now uh, <laughs> it's free
0: form. Anything you want, go okay. ahead. Okay.
1: All right. Who do you think is the originator of heavy metal? Of metal, call it heavy mm. metal. You know, forget the whole. You know, like well, heavy metal or metal. Okay, let's not go there. Deep purple. What do you guys think? I think it was Black Sabbath. Deep
2: purple.
0: But he says Deep Purple. He might say Led Zeppelin, but... I'm I not think saying Led
2: Zeppelin. I'm saying Deep Purple. I think
0: Sabbath product is... Tony Iommi's refs. Jerry? Black Sabbath. I think Sabbath.
1: What about Cream?
2: Cream? Well, you got a point there. He does have a point.
0: And Blue Cheer. You
1: know what I mean?
0: Yeah, Cream. Um, I mean, He's right, cream, cream is definitely heavy Cream defeated all of them. You're right.
1: You know? You got a point there. I mean, there. I'm not, Listen, it's just my opinion, but I, was, I really wanted to ask you guys that question. It was like, all right, I'm going to do this show... I want to ask that question. Where do you guys stand on I it? think the rainbow has think... a mustache. Think so? Yeah.
2: And the rainbow has a beard, too. <laughs>
1: yeah. Fair I mean... enough. You know, <laughs> if you ever seen, if you ever, there was an interview with uh, Ginger Baker. And Ginger Baker, said,
2: man. My all-time favorite, dude. Oh, uh, rest Baker. in peace.
1: But he said, wh- they came into the studio, and he's like, I had two bass drums, and they could hear us down the block. This mm. is this preceded a Black Sabbath and led zeppelin
2: sure but uh, but but let's let's put it this way one of the themes of heavy metal is horror movies or horror in general and the horror theme that sort of came about with black sabbath you know what i mean but
1: correct and that's that was the whole thing right that's what he said he's like i wanted it to sound like a uh yeah like a horror film or it was a no a godzilla right Right, yeah. He said, I wanted to make these riffs, and it seemed like it was like a Godzilla movie. I
0: mean, Black Sabbath so, was not only metal, but I think they were the precursor, if not, the originators of doom metal. Because everything they play has got that doom quality to it, the yeah, downtrodden. But, but
2: then you hear them harmonies it's that Jack theatrical. Bruce does. I mean, the harmonies.
0: It's theatrical, yeah. But doom, yeah. Is, you, you listen to Black the song Black Sabbath, that's doom all over it. It's just copied
2: so many times. dude
0: uh, Yeah, but they it was they did it first. I stoner think stoner rock. Yeah.
1: Well, oh, absolutely. Acid yeah, rock. rock like that. in that regard, yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. But it's you know as far as heavy metal, or it's you right. know just not heavy. I hate saying that because now we're putting a term. You know, no, I don't hate it. But it's fine. We're heavy good. music. You heavy know? Music, yeah, yeah, heavy know. music. Yeah. Heavy music. Yeah. Heavy rock. Heavy rock. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Cream was definitely there. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah. Think about White Room. You know, yeah, it's like come on. that's pretty. Pretty swab or
0: the Swablar. Yeah. Definitely. We can us talk about Blue Cheer in the same kind of vein, but, I mean, it's just quite a few. MC5, kind of? I mean... Even early yeah, Bowie but, had, hard, well, there, had Harder Edge Rock, you know, like the Man Who Sold the World. And,
1: sure, and that that has the punk, That I think that introduced a lot of punk feeling, too, with Blue Cheer. I, that's my opinion, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's more of a punk thing there and not so much of a heavy, that whole... You know, you know that whole yeah. heavy thing. That's just my opinion.
0: I mean, it's been a long debate. Everybody says something different, and everybody has a point. I think, but yeah, Cream, I think, is, is right up there. But you know, like, I mean, you could even go to Frank Zappa.
2: You could go to Frank Zappa or Captain Beefheart to so. a certain with some oh. of this
0: stuff.
3: Hmm.
2: With some of the with the, some of the hard rock heavy metal beginnings yeah. of heavy metal, especially like their influence on the whole Kraut rock scene. There's a bunch of crowd rock bands that were out long before the English were doing metal. You know well, what I mean? We know that.
1: I agree. No, I agree. Embryo, uh, Zappa, you know,
2: bands like that. They're just Zappa doing some had heavy that stuff. whole
1: progressive angle, you know what I mean?
2: Lucifer's friend. He's a
1: musician's musician. <laughs> and also the, you know, the theatrics and the, the comedy. I mean, Zappa, wow. I mean, that that's a whole other department as far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? It's like, wow. You know, that, uh, there was an element of heavy, but he had the progressive side. And, yeah, man. George, I, mean, I mean,
3: George
2: Duke. George Duke alone, you know. Come on, people.
1: Oh, wow. Absolutely. Forget it. You know, I was going to ask you guys. <laughs> I'm asking you guys. I feel like you oh, guys there, hey.
3: Go ahead. There's
1: my Milwaukee. There's my Milwaukee. You're welcome. Um Biggie nice. <laughs> Pop.
0: Yeah, well, you know. Well.
1: Come on. <laughs> if we're going to talk about, pop, like, punk, I mean he is the guy how
0: weird is it Iggy's the only one alive out of the Bowie
1: Louis trilogy
0: (laughs) how is Iggy the only Ah,
2: stooge left that's (laughs) the one question I want to ask him why aren't you dead how
1: is Keith Richards still alive I mean how was it like you know Ginger Baker lasted until he was 80 I mean Ozzy's still alive
0: Ozzy's still around I mean oh
1: my gosh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, there's it's not a level playing surface. But no, I was I was going to ask you guys what, what your take was on you know because we you guys talked about metal and also punk. Yeah. What your take was on Iggy? Because I had a I had the opportunity to play with uh, Steve McKay for many years.
3: Who
1: is wow. a saxo- You know, saxophone player. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, on Funhouse, and yeah. he played with the Fems. Funhouse is my I, single
2: I, most favorite record, practically of all time. That's one of the greatest. He records it. L- yeah. He calls it
0: L.A. Funhouse.
1: L.A. Funhouse. <laughs> Yeah. So I had that opportunity and it was like, all right, what can I share besides, you know, my, you know, like my opinions on stupid metal from the, not stupid, but you know, I mean my stupid opinions, but actual opinions because, you know, because you know the dude, you know the dude, he was my, he was my first roommate. (laughs) He was my first roommate on tour. Yes. Wow.
2: Wow. I can't even imagine the stories. Well,
1: it's not, yeah, there's some crazy ones, but it was like, uh, he's Oh, I'm sorry, I have to, Johnny. I'm I'm taking this call. I'm, I'm on the phone with Pop. I'm like, oh, is that your dad?
3: <laughs> and
1: he goes, no, no, it'd be Pop. I'm like, oh yeah, I've heard of that guy. He goes, you know, you know that I played with the Stooges, right? I'm like, yeah, I've heard of those guys. Yeah, oh, you were in that band. It was like I was very naive. You know, wow. what I mean, I wanted to share that story because I love Steve, that. Yeah, Steve was really something. Uh, he was a really sweet man. And I, I was thinking, you know, of course I'm making these notes and I'm, all the things I wanted to bring up with you guys, but but something that was legitimate that I wanted to share and Steve was so sweet, you know, and he was such a great guy. And I remember once we were started touring and all this and he said, Uh, he, I got a call here and I said, Oh well, Jella I'm like, Who's Jella? like who who's who names our kid Jella? And he goes, Oh, Jella Biafra <laughs> Oh He's like, yeah, he wants me to come to a show, but I can't make it. I was like, yeah, I heard that. He was very down to earth. And, um, you know, of course, part of that whole early punk scene. Oh, man.
2: Yeah, the Dead Kennedy's pop. Yeah, come on.
1: Yeah, no, it really is something. So I wanted to share that story. I thought I would put that out there. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, and then I'm a prog guy, though, I think, through and through. You know, what I mean, I love metal. I mean, it comes. That's a. The, the whole Milwaukee thing is about aggression. Uh, it's a. It's a working class town, and metal, of course, appeals to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I like the progressive side of things when it, yeah. when it comes to like metal and all that.
0: However, when we talked one of our initial talks about a little band called Mayhem and a little thing called Bla- Norwegian Black Metal. Oh wait a minute. <laughs>
2: Okay, that...
0: Where's this going?
2: Wow. <laughs> Should I be changing my clothes now? I need to wear a black You, shirt. you want
0: to tell the world your mayhem story, John? <laughs> Uh-oh. Do I need to put
2: on my face paint?
1: You already Great got your, He
0: has his face paint
1: on, paint on already. <laughs> that was That was something, because, I mean, I'm a metal fan. Brian Ritchie, uh, he's the bass player from the FEMS, he, he runs the festival uh, Monofoma in Australia, and we were playing there. And he's like, Are you going to come see? You like metal, right? Come see this band. I'm like, Yeah, okay, cool. And I, I was like, Wait, what? And I was right up front. So then I started doing my research. And that history of that band, like, whoa. Like, it's one thing I'm like in a Metallica and Slayer, you know what I mean? Or like, Oh, I love Dillinger's escape plan or whatever. Yeah. This is a different thing. And they were, first of all, they were amazing. But that history, it, like, wow, I was so afraid. I didn't even, like, not because I thought they were going to hurt me or anything. I was so intimidated. I didn't even want to meet them. <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, I'm like, nope, nope. It's nope. not like
2: you just hang out with Satanists out by the vegetable tray backstage later on. Just like, you don't want a celery stick?
1: You know what though? That whole thing, like you know, uh, like people attach Satanism to uh, t- different types of music, whether it's Slayer or you know Death or Mayhem. But it's like you know, like come on, you know, like I was intimidated by their stage presence and their their musicianship. It was not about the the, the message. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah.
0: I mean, we talked about this before. It's not it's not about Satanism so much. Extreme part of black metal is it's a whole subculture. But it's mainly about the uh, paganism. Even when the church burnings happened in Norway, that was about paganism. And let's not forget
2: it's mainly about theatricalism. Yeah, I mean, they're over the way well, you exactly. guys are over the they're... top, man.
1: <laughs> 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 no, yeah, th- yeah. Correct. The theatric part of it is one thing. But however, the, the murders
0: message... murders are actually real. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: the skill, yeah, the skill though. Happened the skill yeah, level yeah, Yeah, is yeah. No, I was
1: intimidated. I was intim- I was intimidated by their uh stage presence and their musicianship. And I also I I thought, well, you know what? These guys they don't give us crap about me. You know, what I mean, I don't I don't want to bother them cuz I'm a musician. And it's like, what am I going to what am I going to say? Oh, that was great. Oh, your blast beats were really tight. You know, what I mean, yeah, I was, right. But I was intimidated. I mean, they were amazing musicians. Yeah, I know the history and of course that then that you know that added to the whole thing. So, yeah. I mean, the
2: drummer's a freaking machine, right? It's just I don't understand. Yeah, how.
1: It, they were that, all machines. Blows they my were mind. amazing. They were amazing. Uh, yeah, that. So I was I was intimidated. You know, I mean, we so I we toured with Tool in 2005 uh, for Big Day Out. Okay, and I was so excited, and I walked right up to Danny Carey. This is my moment. Right. Hey, Danny. Uh, um, hey man, I really like your playing. You know, uh, what's your name? Well, my name's John Sparrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, and he, I'm not a crew guy. I play with violent fans, and we actually have the same uh, bus driver. In, in, in <laughs> cool, <laughs> and then his girlfriend, just his, I think it was his wife at the time. She just, uh, she just dressed me out. She's like, "Where you guys got a kick out of this?" where are you from? I'm like, well, Milwaukee. She's like, I can tell. Oh no. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, I can tell by the way you talk. I'm like, well, then I get upset. I'm like, well, where, where are you from? She's like, Ohio. I'm like, really? Like, you're going to diss on me. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Hey Danny, it was, it was a pleasure to meet you. Uh, really love your playing. And it was just like, looked right through me. But, uh, yeah. So that's my tool story.
2: Don't make eye uh, contact with the talent. Do not look at the artist.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, but I love I love what they do, and on the progressive side of it, I you know I completely admire them. You know, I mean, I, the, long, the, the new album been,
2: Inoculum is awesome. How is long, long have you real? been playing with the Femmes now?
1: Uh, fifteen years. Fifteen years. Fem- oh no, uh, two thousand five. Yeah, fifteen. They've so been 15 around years. for
0: like forty years now, right? The Femmes?
1: Yeah, at least at least four hundred
0: years. They're right up there with Cheap Trick.
2: Do you remember a show in San Diego uh, at a horse race track?
1: Yeah. Del Mar. Yeah. Del Mar. Yeah.
2: I was the system tech on that show.
1: Oh no. Now yeah. you're going to guilt me because I probably met you and I forgot. It
2: doesn't matter. It. I hung the yeah. PA. Oh, I hung yes. the PA for that, for that show uh, for so years. So you know oh yeah. I know everybody.
1: You I know, know everybody. Spinsky? Yeah. yeah well, of course you do. <laughs> uh, some people, I, I don't want to admit that I know, I know. but, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Del Mar. Yeah, yeah.
2: Del Mar Racetrack. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. That's that we we play that place. quite Bob a bit. Pantages
2: and I did that show for years and the Raven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've it's, had Bob P on the show before.
1: It's it's really interesting for me, it, like with, with being with the Fems and playing these shows with like metal bands. You know what I mean? Because it's not it's a fe- typically at our festival. And I get so excited and I run over there and they're like, who, what? It's Violent what? you know? Right. But uh, I'm a huge fan of those bands. Um, Did you ever Brian want and, to when you're Brian playing and with Gordon the f- – Gordon not. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Brian and Gordon, like the whole metal thing is not really – they, they didn't come up with that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like, oh, hey, we're going to build a tool. I'm going to go over there. Who? You know, and I'm like, uh ah, tool they're really they're 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 amazing, you know. So that is a benefit doing these festivals. Yeah. You know, that I, I get to meet in the inside of stage and see these bands, you know.
0: So Did you ever want to be on stage with the femmes, kick us some blast beats?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and just they look back at you like what hell's going on back there?
0: Uh, <laughs> we're, gonna play, we're gonna play rain and blood now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I would love that. <laughs> you know, There's, you know, it's funny because as a teacher and you know, I would you know, I was teaching uh, you know, I'd be like, Listen to Slayer. There's so much groove here.
0: And Dave Lombardo. I mean, man, Come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know, did dig in digging and dig in dig it's like this is totally funk. Yeah. You know. So I would always tell it to my students. You know, I was like, It's the to this 16th stuff.
2: note tuplet? It's the stall, the, the the break between the beat that is where it's also, where...
1: yeah, I agree. And also the upbeat, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. this is some of the funkiest music. Well, was shape music. No, it's not, dude. You know, like, it grooves.
2: Especially These stoner are... metal, I think, has got the groove thing going. Yeah. Right.
1: Oh, absolutely. I agree with that.
2: It's all about you that know, riff and the groove of it. it,
1: it, it it's amazing how. A lot of these metal, almost all the metal musicians, they're they're most amazing musicians. They're like jazz musicians. They are incredibly you can't, talented. You can't just go up there and be like playing 16th and 32nd notes. You just don't do that.
2: It's mind-boggling. You know I mean? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's no, true. these
1: are amazing musicians, you know. Mm-hmm. I think people don't really realize that because they have a preconceived idea, oh, that's metal. Oh, it's Satan. No,
0: dude, come on. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You know what I mean?
1: Like, come on. And also it's funky. How is metal funky? Listen. Did it did it. you know, I think there's I, I you know, it's just too many stereotypes when it comes to metal. You know what I mean?
2: Well, we've had this discussion with uh with members of Parliament Funkadelic and the whole yeah. metal side yep. of Funkadelic. Yep. yep. I mean,
1: that,
2: oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely was a thing. I mean, they were really way into Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, like, and,
0: yeah, like Maggot Brain and stuff like
3: yeah, that. all I that mean, stuff.
2: I mean, it's all hard yeah, rock. Course. Hardcore Jollies. All that stuff is like hard rock music.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, there's I, I, a
0: certain just, groove and funk in metal, like Cosmic think. slop. Yeah. Definitely metal. So too, yeah. Yeah, I have all these
1: notes. I'm like, oh, man, talk about uh, how, you know, metal is... That groove in it you know as far as you know teaching and I think it just it's funny because there's such a preconceived idea you know which I think is really it's its narrow minded you know as far as metal
2: yeah but you know I mean if you go to if you go to prog rock and I always do
1: okay that, well that and I always do I mean it, well, I love it yeah talk it about time signatures
2: dry. and the ability to just flip signatures and just I mean come on people
1: yeah, it, 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 there's it, it can be a little dry at times. I understand that. You know what I mean? Like Primus, Primus is a great example as far as my generation mm-hmm. being progressive, making something swing or groove, and it's in it's not in four or four. Yeah, they had a gr- they had a great way of doing that. I love King Crimson there was not a lot of groove in there personally. My opinion is they didn't, there was not a lot of groove there, but I respected it. But Primus had a way of doing things that were not in four or four and still making it, it. The average person does not understand seven, eight. No, but they, but they could do that and still make it like, Oh, what, we can still dance today. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so I respect, I respect them for that. um,
2: Whereas Rush, maybe you know, not so much.
1: <laughs>
2: not a lot of people dancing. <laughs> you know what I mean? From time signatures, go. You're absolutely spot on with that. How do they make it funky? Yeah, they do. They
1: they they uh, they make it funky. Well, I don't know if Rush ever. Made I'm not talking it funky. about
2: Rush. I'm talking about I'm talking about Primus. How does How does Primus oh, make Primus, it funky where Rush doesn't?
1: Y- right. You know what I mean? Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with. I, I can't say for sure. My opinion is that if Les Claypool's got that. Um, but yeah, Rush, yeah, Rush is, you know what? They would do well in a disco. Like, they, I, you know, and this is my opinion. I think they could pull it off in a disco and be like, all right, cool. You know, <laughs> but, funky, <laughs> but funky, funky, yeah, that's not really, I don't see that. That's my opinion. But it, it, it is it, it is something that like Emerson, Lake and Palmer, nothing funky there. Nothing funky. Amazing, no. amazing, and and heavy. You know, so a lot of these bands, you know, like King Crimson, definitely they're they can cross over into the the, the heavy.
0: What scene. about what about Yes? I think. Yes, we don't talk about Yes, yes a can, lot.
1: No. Yes can cross. I. I think yes can cross over it. Funky. Mm. They know. got grooves though.
2: They do have some grooves. Ooh, that's funky? a tough
1: know. one. That, yeah, like not
2: roundabout. <laughs> not and, I, I don't
1: know. I, think I guess roundabouts
2: kind of got some. Fun. And, yeah. I, and I hate to use
1: the word funky. because yeah. Because like, you know, I mean, what does we that know, mean? We know what
2: we're anybody? talking about. We can be loose with this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we can be loose with yeah. them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I love yes. You know, but. Uh, what about, no, I mean, Praxis. Praxis. I'm not familiar. I have, I have, I have to just admit that I don't know who Bootsy, that is.
2: Bootsy's got a metal band with Buckethead that he plays called Practice.
1: Oh, okay, Buckethead. Yeah. Um, who is that guy? <laughs> I don't he's even
0: know have, if he
2: knows.
1: He's got a bucket <laughs> on his head. I don't know. Kentucky
0: Fried Chicken bucket. out of. He's a freaking he's crazed a, guitar. player. He's a great guitar player, though. Yeah, man, he's cool.
1: So, do you, what do you guys think? Where do you guys categorize? I put
0: him in the John Guns Zorn roses. catalog. No, oh. Guns and Roses. Oh, Guns and Roses. They're Where do you categorize them? They're, they're just rock and roll, man. Right? Yeah, they're rock and roll. They're like they're ballad rock. I, I mean, they got nah, some... early GNR is different. Yeah, that's true. And I'm not talking about sweet. No, child. No. I'm not talking about sweet child of
2: mine. Okay, or, all right, all right. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, no. Fair about enough. the yeah,
2: whatever yeah. the thing when he whistles. I the mean, again. come <laughs> on, rock,
0: Rocket Queen, <laughs> uh, My Michelle. Okay, no, look. By the time okay. this stuff came out,
1: those are my two favorite tracks ever. It's mine too for GNR. By the time GNR
2: came out, I was getting burnt on on commercial rock, so I like got a bad taste in
0: my mouth. It's just because you reach out to a million times, Paradise City, and Walking in the jungle. So many times, it, it just drove you to the point of insanity. It did. just like It the wasn't Eagles. their fault. <laughs> it wasn't it their was fault, it no.
1: Was, okay. It wasn't our fault. I I'll mean, radio that. had to play those songs. You know, the, the, the label had to do that. They had to play those songs. Right. My Michelle, Rocket Queen. Yep. Oh.
0: Those are my picks for Appetite for Destruction. I
1: think more punk. I think I, I would, very punk. You know, yeah, I mean, they were they were
0: they played CBGB one time, but not 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 on the stage, well, but next door. All? Yeah, yeah, haven't you all? We had the Violent Femmes on our CBGB show recently, too, a radio show. Yeah, we show. did. Yeah. <laughs> um, never heard of them. Never, <laughs> 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 but yeah, the the GNR was more punk during the GBH and stuff like that. And
1: yeah, I I, I agree. I, I agree. That especially first especially Duff very, McKagan, very
0: especially Duff McKagan was sure. Absolutely man. Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah, that there, guy. Him yeah. and Steven Adler. Yep. Oh my gosh. But yeah more punk. Definitely more punk in, in in that regard.
0: So here comes our long debate. Did punk originate in America or did it originate in England? Now our debate is that it came from America but then the the punk, the brashness, the fierceness came from England like with the, with the Sex Pistols. You know what well, I'm saying? I'm going to say that
2: there's
1: I to, also a. Yeah, long... yeah, no, I, I, I'll ahead, tell you who I think the first punk artist was Jerry Lee Lewis.
2: Yeah. Good call. That's Good a call. great call.
1: Ding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm right. You just won $1,000. You know what I mean? Like, listen, it's my opinion. And I mean.
0: But even but, like uh, early countries, punk dude Johnny Cash, he's punk. That guy didn't give a crap about anything.
1: Jerry Lewis is punk.
0: and Johnny Cash
1: could
0: definitely. Punk music is punk. Punk
2: yeah. music
1: too, for mm-hmm. sure. It's just slower.
0: But, but as you have advent to the MC5, New York Dolls. Oh yeah. Um, and of course Stooges, uh, Ramones. Ramones are more of a pop band to me, but that's just my opinion. But three loud chords.
1: Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I think the the idea of punk, at least in my mind, is it's it's an attitude. And so that's why I always say Jerry Lee Lewis, because that Mm -hmm. guy, that was punk. Yeah, put that the
2: put the like, thirteen-year-old niece aside and
0: think a
1: it. <laughs> oh no, you didn't have to go there.
0: We have to go there. Yes.
1: No, you didn't. <laughs> oh no!
3: Oh no!
1: This is how and we ruining roll, his John. It's how we roll. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, whatever
2: you know. But I then mean, you
0: have England. You have what? You have uh, the damned. You have uh, the pistols. You have the clash. Stiff little fingers. Stiff little fingers, man. Anybody that was sniffing glue. Sniffing glue. Throbbing <laughs> <laughs> gristle. Robin Gristle. Right. Oh.
2: Yeah. Sniffing glue. Psychic TV. Yeah. You know?
1: Television. All that stuff. Television. I, mean, I, yeah. I get it. We can keep going further and later, but as far as like where it came from, I mean that's my opinion, Charlie Lewis. Where do you who do you who do you guys think is actually the godfather of Punk or God person of I don't wanna be, you know, rude to anyone. But like who is who who do you think
2: I don't know. I just think about my general heroes like Jello Biafra. I think of I think of Jello Biafra is one of my. One oh, so my you must time.
1: have loved that story when I told you about Steve.
2: I love the I love Mike. fresh fruit for rotten vegetables. I think that's oh, the most punk like, record of all time.
1: You think so? Oh <laughs> man,
2: MC Five, Black Flag, Black Flag, early Black Henry Flag, Henry Rollins.
0: Maybe. Yeah.
1: Okay, fair enough. But who inspired those people to be to do what they did? Who do you guys? You know what I mean. It's got to come from somewhere. Who are the earlier, the damned pioneers?
0: I mean, well, punk is a, is an attitude. It's not really a form a of music. Or
1: artist. I agree. You know, it's so hard to that. say. Like ju- know, yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis
0: was. You know, he was a ba- he was a badass. I mean, as he was, and that attitude he had, he had the punk attitude for sure. He didn't give a crap about anything. It's <laughs> definitely prove it. true. Yeah, and
1: the playing too. The, the playing. The
0: playing. Was
1: playing. Just, yeah.
0: He definitely attitude, influenced
2: people. He yeah. had to have influenced Johnny Thunders,
0: Johnny Thunders, and Richard Hell. Those guys, yeah. Oh yeah,
1: the yep. psychobilly oh, yeah. kind of rockabilly thing. I agree thing. with that, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then Little Richard, Little Richard, another one.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, I, yeah. we know he influenced the Beatles. We knew. We know he influenced everybody. <sighs> but his whole attitude, just think about his stage presence. You know what I mean? about the way he was.
1: Little Richard, he takes all the credit for Jimi Hendrix, doesn't he? I I can't.
2: I, he probably does. <laughs> oh, the
1: whatever, Isley Brothers do too. Now, so can't, whatever. God rest his soul. <laughs> no, no, of course. No, yeah. no disrespect, but yeah, yeah. He's well. like, oh, because Hendrix played with Little Richard, little Little Richard,
2: right? yeah, and with the Isley Brothers too.
1: He did. Yeah. He's like, oh, he was in my band. He stole my whole thing. Right. Kendrick, you know what I mean? What did he yeah. steal from um, him? <laughs> what did he steal? The look? That's what oh, we do. That's what we all do as musicians. The yeah. idea is, steal from everyone, don't get caught.
2: Well, that's yeah. David Bowie's whole thing. David like, Bowie's yeah. a
0: just a chameleon. He, he, he borrowed from here, borrowed from here, borrowed from there.
2: Yep. Yeah. 99% yep. Uh, imitation, 1% innovation. That was yeah. his thing.
0: Yeah. He just did it with a lot of style. <laughs>
1: yeah. He just looked better. What do you guys think? I'm going to throw a question at you guys. What do you guys think about some of the... Uh, Aside from Tool, but what about Mars Volta?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Mars Volta. I'm like uh, them and Dream Theater. Wouldn't you call it math rock? Math rock.
1: Yeah, yeah. They were calling it. It's art
2: rock, kind of, but it's with a mathy edge. I don't know. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. I came up, and it was like not cool to be in a progressive rock band. they were like, you're in a prog band. It was, you know, Mars Volta actually, because they have elements of heavy metal, you know what I mean? But they also mix in the Latin side of it. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were, I, I, in my opinion, they were like the saviors of progressive rock as, as far as my generation. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Uh,
1: Dream Theater, they were around before them, but Mars Volta seemed, I, I just want to throw this out there. I want to, I was wondering what you guys thought about that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The, it's the modern stuff and heavy music. Dream
2: Theater Dream Theater, man, uh, they're prog rock all the way, man. They, no, are, they well, said they well, were progressive I agree metal, with that. I, yeah, but they're, all, they're I also they're also I agree with that. They're also power metal, aren't they? No, <laughs> yeah. you don't think so? <laughs> no, it, it, symphonic well, I, metal. I,
1: no, I, y- yes, I agree with all of that. Just uh, the metal part. These guys like, are so ridiculously
2: about- proficient.
0: I mean, songs like "Pull Me Under," uh, the the album, you know. Metropolis. I mean, it's the gymnastic playing. Images so, and words. That album is 100% metal, pretty much.
3: Guys are so so we talk about
1: much. punk having that mentality of, mm-hmm. you know, it's a mentality, it's, it's, it's a mindset. Well, I, I, so is metal. You know, it's hard for me to look at them as metal. Like, metal in my mind is a little bit more aggressive. You know what I mean? Punk is like, you know, screw the system. This is my opinion. Screw the system. You know, screw you. You know what? Screw chord progressions. I don't care. You know, I'm gonna go back metal- to your I'm gonna
2: go back to your earlier your earlier thread and that was Jerry Lee Lewis and say the cramps.
1: The cramps? Okay. Really? Okay, great point. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. Or or suicide. Yeah. No, I, 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 Even suicide.
0: Yeah. Suicide is good too, but yeah. I'm
2: I'm totally picking I'm, I'm totally picking up what you're putting down there. I think Jerry Lee Lewis is a great idea. That is a yeah, fantastic idea. Yeah, but as far idea. as metal
1: is concerned, you know, the aesthetic and the, and the mindset. It's, 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 there's aggression behind it. I mean, there's aggression behind punk, of course, but as far as metal, like dream theater, uh, I'm not, and I, I appreciate them. They're not, I, in my might not very metal. You know what I mean? Like they're more like is,
2: Uriah Heap or something like that. I don't know. More right, like, right. I it's, it's,
1: it's, you know what? I, I hope that they never, they, Definitely won't call me for a gig.
3: But Dream <laughs> Theater,
1: it's a little watered down metal. In my opinion, I'm sorry if that like offends it anyone. It certainly doesn't know. beat
2: you over the head with fear. That's for sure.
0: No, but you more <laughs> newer progressive metal bands are like Gojira from France. Right. You know, the progressive yeah. death metal bands, you know what I'm saying? Um, when I hear Archangel,
2: I think I sometimes I think that I hear Dream Theater in that. Archangel? Yeah.
0: Interesting. Hmm. Wow. I, well, then, it's the you have, then, then you have maybe bands They start up like Fate's Warning. Right. You know.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. But
0: that's earlier. It's, that's it, way earlier. But now modern day like Gojira and then you got uh, Periphery and all these great bands coming out. the progressive metal. And they were the harder edge. Yeah. How
2: about Perfect Beings? Have you heard them from L.A.? No. They're another really good band like that. They've almost got a little bit of Yes thrown in there, too. But then they've got some hard edge. There's some card stuff going on in there.
1: Yeah, I mean it's 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 really interesting because so much of these different genres it comes from a certain uh, mindset. You know what I mean? I mean um, these
2: guys and these guys in Dream Theater are obviously hey man, able to play let's, jazz. Let's, let's, let's like go mothers. back.
0: Let's talk a little Florida Death Metal. Let's talk about a band called Death. Okay. <laughs> and Chuck Schuldiner. Okay. Human, yep. human, and symbolic. Those albums are progressive.
1: Uh, individual thought patterns.
0: Yeah, individual thought patterns too, man. He, listen to yeah. this guy. Listen yeah. out
1: with the individual he knows thought his, patterns. He knows his death. Come on, man. <laughs> no, listen. That guy, that's Gene Hoglan, right? Yeah, the drummer. Yep. Sorry, I. That's I'm. You know, I mean, I yeah. have my. Wow, wow, yeah. That, that, and he was that's a jazz drummer. Album. He came from jazz. Well, look at you. Look at bringing the background. It's a callback. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. amazing because it, you know that that it brings in, you know the intelligence in the music, not the not necessarily a groove, but yeah. I mean these are great musicians.
2: Yeah, these aren't just snotty nosed kids. Those
0: albums no. just blow <laughs> me away. They're so great. And what he went from like no. screaming bloody gore to these albums, it's a world apart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From his first album to these, because he was he was getting kind of bored I think, Chuck. You know, and he wanted to switch it up a lot. A lot of people like weren't into it. But he didn't care. Doesn't
1: he didn't, care. He didn't
0: yeah. care in the end. Still no, doesn't care. Well, he's long gone. But yeah, he doesn't care. didn't care. does not care. Yeah.
1: What about Dillinger? Dillinger escape plan. Fantastic yes, band. Fantastic. We're huge yeah, fans of them the, too. They have the aggress- They had the aggression. I mean, I'm. I, you know, they had the aggression, and they're also very intelligent. They're very good music. All these people are good musicians. But they had that aesthetic. You know that that mindset you know,
0: they were pissed off. They were pissed off, but they, they threw a, they threw a ton of, ton of things into their songs. I mean, you listen to Dillinger Escape Plan, like, I don't know what's going on, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, you're like,
2: hold on it's a very second. Intelligent,
1: very progressive. What do you guys
2: think of John Zorn on this whole side of things?
1: Well, John Zorn, yeah, I, he had actually, you know, he's, he, he was on the FEMS record. Is he, on, is he
2: falling more into the Zappa side of things or is he falling in? I mean,
1: where is he uh, On a in? personal level, I think Mr. I agree with that.
2: I mean, Mr. Bungle? Oh,
1: man. Come on. How about that?
2: Didn't he produce that record? The Bungle record? The first Mr. Bungle? I thought he did. Didn't he,
1: I'm on. not sure if he produced it. I thought he did. But It sounds uh, like him. It certainly sounds like him. Mike Mike Patton. Yep. All of that. Very intelligent. Uh, and, and Dave Lombardo? What was it? Fanamos.
0: Fanamos, yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I mean, that's that whole circle of people right yeah but that's man. kind of the whole mentality uh john's i don't know if he i don't know if he produced that record i'm not really sure but he's he's amazing yeah naked city oh come on you know i mean that's yeah. you know he's encompassing that whole attitude it's just know?
2: the, the it's, shift from one to another like correct. that That's just like and oh and my god it's mind-boggling that
1: album naked anything naked city did it was like, all right, we're gonna do country, and we're gonna we're gonna own it, we're gonna do punk, we're gonna own it gypsy uh anything. I guess it, it, yeah, anything yeah, yeah. Hard,
2: hardcore Amazing. avant jazz noise that's jazz great, Ornette Coleman great, style
1: wow, that's a great point, yeah John Thorne' Cause he could do it all all of it you know
2: right now like not even and not even Although, think. I
1: don't, well,
2: how does I don't he do see. it how does he count how does that man count? <laughs> It's mind-blowing. It really is. He's got some beef it's heart all, in there. But you know
1: can, what? It's a, well, yes. Yes. It's all ones, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know how that I, I play with in Chicago, his name is Frank Catalano, and he um, played with Elvin Jones, the, you know, who played with uh, John Coltrane. Right. And he said, yeah, I went into in his dressing room, and I was like, hey, um, Elvin, I'm not really interested. Like, where do you, like, how are you counting this? And he goes, Man, it's all ones. <laughs>
2: he counts it all
3: ones.
1: I, it, it, so as a, as a music, it's like everything's one, 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 one. You know, forget the counting. You know what I mean? Everything's ones, you know. Uh, so I, uh, if that applies, you know what I mean? Like, just always be on the one. Uh, and everything's on the one. It's always on the one, 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 one. I mean... The Violent Femmes, it, it, you know, on a surface, it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, they're like, cool. They're like alternative poppy. No, no they're not.
2: I always thought they're, they were it, art punk. That, that was my my that's
1: like, Wow, that's great. I actually never thought of it that way. Um, yeah, folk punk, all these different things. But we improvise every night. So I think that really helps keep everything fresh. You know what I mean? It, it 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 helps all of us. It's very jazzy. And again, the reason why I say it's all once, that's jazz. Ding, ding, ding. You know, free jazz always is, it's a circle. You know what I mean? It's one. Ding, ding, ding. And so if you understand a concept, then you're able to, uh, you know what I mean? In our case, we can keep improvising and we're not worried about, oh, you're not in time. You know what I mean? It's like... Uh,
2: you just you just hop back in on the next jump rope.
1: Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, correct. Yeah, you jump in. Yeah. I know that sounds kind of like a crazy concept, but...
2: No, it makes total sense. Uh, how else would you do yeah. it? There's no other way to do it.
1: Well, ironically, I think that's how everybody's living their life right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's True. all
1: on one. You know, oh, 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 okay, now it's Tuesday. Oh, we have to deal with this. You know what I mean? That's yeah, the yeah. idea, I think, with improvising, you know? So, I, know I mean, sounds kinda silly, can we it. talk
0: about some gear? What kind of gear do you prefer to use when you're playing out live or in the studio?
1: Well, it depends on the gig. Who's you know your, your I mean, Who's your sponsor? Playoffs, let's,
0: let's just put it that way.
1: Oh, and, <laughs> wow! You guys are You guys are helping me out. Uh, no, but I and Drums—they're out of uh, Austin, Texas. Okay, and they make amazing drums,
2: handmade stuff,
1: and. Everything's handmade. What's the name again? Yeah, absolutely. A and F.
2: Okay, A-M-S.
1: anf,
2: A-N-F. A-N-F.
1: Yeah,
3: Okay,
2: there it yeah. is. There's a bunch for those guys.
1: Uh, Austin, Texas. Yeah, fantastic. Like, they're artists with the drums. You know what I mean? They're not just making drums and they're like, oh, well, hopefully we can sell some. Yeah, we'll send, you out, we'll send you out it. our
2: next model of the DW kit or whatever. Here it is
1: those guys started off with the right idea. I don't want to go down that path, but they started off with the right idea, you know, but it, it, that's corporate. These guys are not. Yeah. These guys are not corporate. A&F, it's fantastic. And they're doing it the right way. Um. And yeah, that's, uh, I think that's the only other endorsement I have. Uh, Remo, you know, drum heads and all that stuff. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. Wow. You threw me for a loop there. Oh man, I had to start talking about my endorsements and make sure I say all the right things. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who sends you symbols in the mail? <laughs> <laughs> we
1: did. A, I did. A, we we took a tour of Zildjian. I don't play any cymbals anymore, but when I did, we took a tour of the factory. I was like, "Oh, this is really sweet of you, and I appreciate it." And they're like, "I was like, so uh, can we do something?" And they're like, "Yeah, no." You don't use any symbols? Not anymore. I don't. Not wow. because of that.
3: no oh, right. When I right. did, I
1: was like, "Well, oh, can I have an door? Like, I would, you know, can we do something like an artist thing?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're not really interested." Huh? What? Well, fuck like, them. I
0: mean, fuck. Can em. I get a free SIM or anything? Nothing?
2: <laughs> like,
1: I don't yeah. suck. Can I get in a in free like a free
2: Turkish something or other? Anything? What do you got? They, they, they,
1: <laughs> no, no, no. In their defense, they did give me. Some hi hats. For well, they give you a splash a symbol.
2: Yeah, great. Thanks.
1: Yeah, but I don't play hi hats. I don't even play. You know, it's like I use oh, it as an oh. ashtray.
0: They give you a splash symbol <laughs> and a guys, ham sandwich and a way out.
1: <laughs> oh my god, you guys are bigger. You guys smartasses than me. I was trying to behave, but yeah, use some hi hats, kids. Nah, we don't we don't behave
0: in this studio. Heck no, we. <laughs> yeah, they
1: wouldn't. You know, and I I don't want to be mean or. Disrespect anyone? Yeah, they wouldn't take me on as an
2: artist. Wow, that's they're lost. They're lost, man. Yeah, come on, people. Come no, on.
1: No, I mean it's like let's be honest. It's like okay, I'm in this band. I'm playing for three thousand people, or maybe sometimes thirty thousand people. I, I get the game. I was like, oh, you know, I love Zildjian. When I used to play cymbals, at least with the femmes, you know, I was like, hey, can we do something? No, we're not interested. Wow, what?
0: what? You should have told him, you know, Well, what? that's too bad because I'm ready going to a mayhem well i, I got I that. got a copy of the letter Keith Emerson sent to
2: Bob Moog trying to get a synth back in the day Bob Moog turned him down the first that, time first. Really? I
1: love those I love those stories
3: yeah
2: turned him down on the first the first uh, hey can I get a synth from you you know we heard about your stuff and you there' the last
1: fan that you should be doing it <laughs> love those I, you know I mean the, Mo- I love the moog stories. letter is
2: you know we regretfully whatever you
1: know <laughs> thank you for your interest in our brand Yeah, you know he's more interested in
2: Dick Hyman or whatever. You know what I mean? He's like, you know, it's
1: funny because that it comes back to the the punk ideal. You know, it's like, okay, great, screw you guys, right? You what? Screw you. Yeah, like yeah, like that's that's what created. I I think that was what that created punk. It was that. Oh well, yeah, I don't know all those chords. No, I don't know how all those rudiments.
2: Stick to the tricks you do know
1: but i but I have something to say, and I'm gonna play my music, and you won't like it. it won't have all the right chords, and it might be out of tune, but I'm still gonna play music- you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's amazing because in that case, to say that the e l p fail right <laughs> you know what I mean right so I mean, I think that really creates that created the punk mentality in a lot of ways, if it makes sense,
2: yeah, I mean. Uh- I think that a lot of a lot of punk was born out of, I, they call it the dinosaur rock days, but let's face it, bands like Sticks ruined music for a lot
0: of people. Oh, ripping on Sticks again. I, I am. Oh ne- ne- next,
2: next comes Arya Speedway. And-, and the Eagles.
0: <laughs> and the Eagles. And Pep Benatar.
1: Let's just what? say <laughs> overblown radio
2: rock was a thing. And- so,
1: Bobby, yes. you are a Cubs fan, correct? Correct. And you are from where? From where? Where? Yeah, where? Where are you born? Where are you? South where, side where? of
0: Chicago, by the okay. steel mills. And,
1: yep. and 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 how do you feel about sticks? <laughs> That's your band. You know what? I don't
0: dislike well, a, sticks. I dislike the "Killer Was Here" album. No, he's saying it's your band, Bobby. Just own is it?
1: it? <laughs> well, no, I'm asking. Isn't that your band?
0: Cheap Tricks, my band. Smashing Pumpkins are my band.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love them. I love Smashing Pumpkins.
0: Ario yeah. um, speedwagon
1: from Family
2: are speed speedwagon yeah. too. REO, I mean. Okay, look, Arius speedwagon. I'll I'll give them something.
0: Yeah, but that sticks, drummer is on. a freaking powerhouse. I know, but pieces of eight, Paradise Theater. I'm early. just saying. I'm just
2: saying. The I'm theme, not talking about I was here. I'm talking about the theme of the theme of the music and the way that it was done and the way big radio rock was birthed.
1: Birthed people
2: like Black Flag. You know what I mean? It birthed people like Black Flag who just didn't give a shit about the overblown over budget 178 track recordings by elo yeah. or whoever it was that just the music no, was I, so I, I overdone you. you know the yeah. only bands that no, shine through I, that was like that. queen you know what i mean bands like that shine through all the multi-tracking yeah. you, you know what i mean it's just like how, how much production can you do and these guys are doing it on like a, literally a boombox in their basement yeah. And it's black flag. Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. Yeah, I agree with that. No, I agree with. And that. And I think the
2: femmes came out of that too. Me personally, the way I look at them is they're just super simple, and it's yeah. just like the 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 character of the of the artist shines through the music. It could have been recorded on I a boombox; it wouldn't have mattered. I
1: agree with that 100. percent You know, like Camper Van Beethoven all the same
0: way. You know what I mean? Like the the way
2: it oh, yeah
1: to yeah you.
0: You know what
2: I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always thought about the
0: or, femmes as a punk band anyway. Like a folk punk band. You know, art if punk. I can say that, art punk maybe.
3: Yeah, it's, it's weird
1: a, because I don't want to put them in the punk category, even though there is that aesthetic, that, that 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 mindset. I never really put them in punk. Like I almost feel like it's a disservice to punk to say that. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Hmm.
2: I don't know about that. I think if you, well, throw, I think if you throw art in front of anything, it gives it a whole different character. Though art rock, Sonic Youth, w- they're an art rock band. Sonic
1: Youth, yeah, yeah, fair enough.
0: You could say the Smashy Television. Pumpkins are an art rock band too, but. I don't know about that. But. Yeah, I mean they came from a, like a goth background, right? Well, Talking Heads, art rock. Talking mm-hmm. Heads is art rock. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like art.
1: Yeah, rock band. no, no, I agree with that. So yeah, yeah. was Roxy
0: totally. Music was an art rock. Band, Roxy so. Music, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, anything with Eno involved in it is not. Yeah, Eno <laughs>
0: involved,
1: it. yeah, it's project. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're guilty by association. Yeah. Not that guilty is like you know a bad thing, but yeah, yeah I agree. with Sometimes that.
2: we like guilt.
0: <laughs> oh my god, there's whole websites built around for that. I'm
1: sure, <laughs> <laughs> I live for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, no, but, look that up
3: look on Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> oh God,
1: Jesus! But no, come on to a million dollar
0: idea here. <laughs> if you say
2: so,
1: who would, be, who, who would you think would be the 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 crown like uh, the punk band from Chicago that you know, like that's these are our gods, you know, as far as punk or even metal.
0: Well, or Chicago. Chicago, probably metal. Or, I mean, ministry, okay, and, ministry,
2: ministry. Yeah, fair enough.
0: Um, yeah. Trouble. Um, especially Pumpkins for for Rockwood did for for the city and bringing the forefront of other bands like Liz Fair and Fall Out Boy, people like that. Yeah, following them out. Mm-hmm. But as far as punk, I'd say Big Black, Big Steve Black. Albini, absolutely Big Black. Chicago, Steve Big Al Al Black,
1: Albini. Big can't he can't beat yeah. him with a stick? Yep. I mean, the, the drum sounds. Yeah. Sort of. No, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. That guy is.
2: And they and the influence on the Seattle scene. Let's just put oh, that. Oh yeah, out there.
0: I mean, fell Steve Albini, who made Nirvana, who made any of it. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, I, I mean, agree, hundred percent.
2: Yeah, there's a lot to be said for the Seattle scene, but a lot of it was based in the Chicago scene. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, it's just a fact. Well, they went to yes. Steve
0: Albini. You want to make a hit album? Go to Steve Albini.
3: Right. You know.
1: I love that. I love that he says he hated the Beatles. He's like, yeah, it's not my thing, or whatever he said. And I'm not, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he did not like the. He doesn't like the Beatles.
3: Oh,
1: hmm. beating. Yeah,
2: and not everybody has to like the Beatles, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm
0: not a huge fan, but hey, there's some things I really love about them. Sure, some things are whatever. Something I love about every single piece of music, I think. But
1: there's a few songs where it's like, you know what? This is pretty punk. Like it's this is great. They're getting after it, and it, you know what I mean. It, I guess in a lot of ways they were punk. You know what I mean? I know they were boy in my minor, a fucking uh, sorry, a okay. boy band. You know what I mean? Yeah, they mm. were pop, but they were pop. But there's a lot of stuff there where there was there was some punk. I, I, that's my opinion. Everybody's there got something to of...
2: hide except for me and my monkey.
1: Well,
0: the LSD oh, kind of helped.
1: Oh, you that's know? a good one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Blue Jay Way. <laughs> Blue Jay Way is, a, is like an ambient rock song. It's right off the Eno playbook. If you listen yeah, to it. Yeah, but I
1: love it. I, I do appreciate the fact that Albini was like, you know what? I don't like the Beatles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings. He
3: I put re- his foot down respect, on it.
1: I respect the Beatles, but eh, I think it's a little blown out of proportion. That's my opinion.
0: Yeah, I could go with you on that one.
1: What about Butch Vig? Now, that's, he's a Wisconsin
0: guy. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, Butch Vig. I mean, he produced the first Pumpkins album, where's Gish. Du, where's Husker Du from? And he also created Garbage. Isn't Husker Du from no. from
1: Husker
2: from Ohio. Nirvana. From,
1: okay. Nirvana. 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 You know, like, like yep. my generation's version of punk. Not that I think they're punk, but like, you know what I'm saying? Let's
2: just thank God he didn't say
0: Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> we have to bring that up, don't we? No,
1: we don't. We actually okay,
0: don't. thank God. <laughs>
1: I know this is going in a punk direction. I apologize. <laughs> oh man, but, well, hey, we're excited about it. Hey? We could go hold on. on all we're day. Old, well, we're old guys, right? Yeah, we nice? are. Yep.
3: <laughs>
1: we all we all think that we have it figured out, you know. Yeah, um, Butch Vig. There's something to be said for him too. There is Garbage and all that. That's different. That you know, in my mind, that's like pop. But you know, he was he was. He was part of the whole Nirvana thing. You he know, was, he the, was, and he did the
0: first Pumpkins album, Gish. So,
1: oh yeah, garbage. Gar,
0: there's nothing wrong with garbage. No, Garbage is a great band.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: They continue on. I guess they're on tour again. We'll see. So listen, John.
1: Oh, I can't wait for all of us to be on tour.
0: Yeah, it's gonna happen someday. Yeah. It's gonna have to happen. Hopefully, 2021 yeah. will be better. Uh, you know, we hope
2: that God man. we get past this the rest of this year. I've been doing production for thirty years,
1: and what kind of production? What do you mean?
2: Just doing audio stuff, and to think yeah, about what's happened in my industry. I mean, all them box pushers, all those people. I mean, all the lighting, oh, a lot of all work. the lighting guys. God hate them. Everything that you know what I mean? Everything out there <laughs> under the sun. Hey,
1: come on, those LDs. They have to go up there in the tresses. Yeah, I mean, we're all we're all hurting. Yeah, man, we're all hurting. You know, whether it's... All, know, the stage punk,
2: hands, all the stagehands, all the crew people, all the uh, bus drivers, man, all the truck drivers. Think about all those guys, all those people. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty... The pretty catering, the catering people. Perfect. I feel bad for and, the catering and all, people.
0: And all the, sta- <laughs> the smaller clubs, the music clubs closing now, because yeah. they, they have to shut their doors forever. The only ones that are going to survive yeah. are the ones that have any money behind them. That means it's That's all going right, to be a That's right, you have money behind them. Right. Yeah, this yeah. Yeah, yeah. So listen, yeah. John. John Sparrow from the Violent Femmes. Great all-around guy, metalhead. We'll call you a metalhead. He's a special metalhead. Like He's a us. metalhead. He's a metalhead. He's a punker, <laughs> right? Am I right, John? Or yeah, right? it's
1: funny because <laughs> it's, it's, it's ironic because I thought I was like, oh, I'm more, more of a <laughs> metal guy. I, I want to make sure I talk about the punk side, and you know, it turned out to be more of like about the punk and not the metal.
2: But oh, your knowledge yeah. is vast, my friend. Your knowledge Two is vast. Your knowledge
1: is vast. Yes. Well, good. I hope I pass the test. So we want to thank
0: you once again for being the Old Guys Talk Mental, Sometimes Punk podcast. We oh, nice. really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us today. It
3: was yeah, awesome. Thanks for having
0: me, guys. No, it won't be the last time. We'll get you back on again because we have many things to talk about. Many, many I things I feel like to talk we've about. known the guy for 20 years. We have known him for 20 years.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've known the music. We gotta have now him back we know on. the man. we got to have him back on. We're having, but Definitely have him back on, yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Thanks. We'll talk sticks. So what? No, <laughs> oh,
3: come on, you guys. <laughs> Sweet oh, and Blue man. and all that, you know.
1: <laughs> Pieces of oh, eight, starting
3: with the
2: first record, and we're going <laughs> all the way. Yeah.
1: Talking sticks. Next thing you're going to talk about the Bodines. I mean, come oh, off, man. oh no, no,
2: no! I mixed ah, them well, I mixed the Bodines like a couple times. They're nice people. There's nothing wrong with them. They're,
1: they're very nice, and I'm I'm good. For, I auditioned for the band. I did not pass the audition. You didn't pass the but audition for the di- Bodines. know right
2: there's nothing that special about them yeah
1: okay you said that i didn't okay (laughs) but yeah no i'm i'm friends with sam they're all very nice people yeah they all live in la
2: they all live in la anyway don't they
1: uh sam doesn't sam lives here in milwaukee okay but i mean as far as like the whole hometown thing like sticks with the chicago affiliation and Yeah. You know.
0: we'll, we'll get into that later. We'll get into the nasty yeah, I, business. I digress. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
1: oh, you do? Yeah. No, as far as the hometown thing, I think I got a better gig.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, you got lucky. So, once again, thank you for being on, John. John Sparrow, Absolutely. Violent for Fans. Me, guys. Thank you for you, Heavy Ann, again. We hail you, my friend.
3: Thank you again. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Thank you, See guys. See you, John. Bye bye.
1: Cheers.